One morning, two weeks before his wife's departure for California, Judah Kramer was awakened by his three-year-old daughter, Sarah. She peered at him solemnly through her eyeglasses and said, A man called you, Dad, on your telephone. What man, darling? Judd asked, sleepily turning toward her. I can't say it, Mr. Talk-something. Mr. Talk-something, Judd murmured. That's not a name. He reached out and put his arm around her tiny waist. Opening his eyes, he saw her large blue eyes, distorted by the lenses of the glasses. She had a simple muscle weakness the doctor said would be corrected as she grew up. But still, the sight of her little oval face dominated by the glasses always troubled him. Where's everybody, he said, swinging his feet over the side of the big bed. Packing, she said, and ran out of the bedroom. Be careful, Judd began, and stopped, because the little girl was gone. The cool breeze from the park across the street ruffled the long yellow curtains. He stood before the window for a moment, looking out over Fifth Avenue and across to the park. The apartment was on the 15th floor, and the view on clear mornings included a great stretch of trees, gravel paths, and an arc of lake. This was an open-skied day in early November, and the aerial view of the park was clear. It cleared the sleep from Judd's eyes. He closed the window and went inside to take a bath. Marianne Kramer was closing the big trunk when Judd entered the living room. She straightened up slowly and rubbed her back vigorously. It was only ten o'clock, but she'd been packing clothes since eight-thirty. Marianne was an actress and used to sleeping late. Judd put his arms around her, taking her by surprise. Oh, God, she exclaimed. Be quiet, he whispered, and let me feel how much I'm going to miss you. You scared me to death. Not true. You're breathing nicely. No thanks to you. Good. I haven't scared you in years. She struggled free of him and tugged at her blouse. Marianne was a pale-skinned girl with an intense gaze. Her figure was small and neat, but had its lyrical indentations. Her hair and skin were light. She presented a face and a figure wholly American, in sharp contrast to Judd. Judd was a short man, with a chunky build. He had a dark skin, black hair, and unexpected blue eyes. He could, it was true, look American enough to have come from a dozen different strains. But the strongest pull was clearly from Eastern Europe, while behind Marianne's gray-gazed eyes might be the shadows of 17th-century Frenchmen exploring rivers in the Northeast, of English settlers following pen to freedom, but still trusting no one but themselves. Whatever elements previous centuries had planted in her makeup, by some alchemy of time, they had resulted in a quality of blonde repose, while Judd was charged with a dark, restless impetus. Amiable enough to the first glance, but beyond that, dynamic, driven. These days you don't have to scare me, Marianne said. I'm scared enough. I'm even packing two weeks before I have to leave. That's not fear, Judd said, smiling. That's ambition. This one is a good script and you want to be sure to get to the coast on time. 
Don't be cynical, Judd. I want to do the picture, but I wish you were coming with me. I don't, Judd said. I'm too glad to have a play to do that I care about. You were glad up till a few days ago. Marianne's face took on a sullen look he knew well. Her eyes narrowed and her mouth tensed downward. All right, she murmured. I am scared of the play. Ever since you took it on, everything's been getting scary. What do you mean, scary? I guess because of what it's about. It seems to make everything point backwards. Wait a minute. I haven't had breakfast yet, so I'm not as sharp as I should be. Do you mean what happened last night? She nodded silently.